Blog Talk Radio. Hello everyone, ladies and gentlemen, all around the world. Stay tuned. We are taking over your airwaves in three, three two, two, one. Conservative talk show host the left hates Romeo Hill on the Romeo Show. Call him now at 516-666-9806. And it all starts now. It's time to crank it up. Oh, yes. And ladies and gentlemen, guess what? It is time. We know what we got to do. But before we get started, I have to give a big shout out to a lot of my friends, Scott Hum, Collins, and also our other boy that is on the Monday night show, the spectacular, the wonderful, the man, the myth, the legend, the man that could do it all and say it all, Josh Lifkoe. We've got to give him credit where credit's due. So shout out to my buddy, Josh. And, well, you know, if you guys have been watching this whole Kyle Rittenhouse case, you know, what really piques my curiosity is that, well, what what about what the prosecutor did? So for some of you that don't know, the prosecutor aimed an alleged AR-15 in the direction of the jury. Now, when you kind of think, this is ridiculous, why would a prosecutor aim a gun that doesn't have the mag in it or have any possible rounds in it and not could be hot a hot gun. I don't know. But, you know, common sense out of the Democratic window and out of the prosecutor's heads, kind of the same way like Joe Biden, a alleged dust particle, just one fart and poof, his brain cells drift away. So, you know, you kind of think about this, you know, well, but Romeo, what if the prosecutor was trying to prove a point? What, okay, if there was a point to throwing or aiming a gun directly to a jury, then there would have already, the prosecutor would have said, okay, I'm proving my point in exactly blah, blah, blah in a certain way. But there was no proven point that he was making. All the prosecutor was doing was showing his idiocracy out of not being able to handle a AR-15. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we know that Kyle Rittenhouse shot a alleged pedophile. Um, but he shot a alleged pedophile that was convicted of sexual assault towards a minor and the victim and the person that Kyle shot Mr. I forgot his name and I don't really want to know his name or remember his name because his name should not ever come out of anyone's mouth because this person is a human piece of trash he sexually assaulted a minor 
And this is what BLM and Antifa are claiming that they're not? Okay, well, let's try this. Hold on here for a sec, folks. Stick with me on this. This is going to get very, very interesting. So let's pretend and assume that BLM and Antifa are not protecting their own, you know, uh, terroristic, their pedophilic beliefs. Let's not pretend, let's pretend that they're doing that for a while. Sorry. Seattle Finest Air Force. Holy smokes. And anyway, before we go any further, shout out to everyone or anyone that is in the military and shout out to the National Guard for doing a fantastic job at the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Salute and hats off to those boys, men and women. Thank you so much. But let's pretend here again for a sec here, folks, that the left are not what they claim to be. They're not protecting pedophilia. Well, if they weren't doing that, then wouldn't they not be afraid to admit or show a little bit on their due diligence side to show that this is kind of the same thing like what conservatives don't believe in, in supporting this stuff. They would denounce this stuff. They would talk about it in a way that they would say, no, we don't agree with it. Well, if you guys want more information, and by the way, you should know, if you don't already, Right Wing Net has an important video clip from Tucker Carlson interview of Kyle Rittenhouse. I am going to go through that here in a little bit. But first, I would want to remind everyone to please, please stay safe this Thanksgiving. Please, please, for the love of God, don't go out in towns and cities that you know that are going to be taken over by these known terroristic Antifa BLM supporting groups. Don't go out there during Thanksgiving week. Stay close to your family because this is what they want. They want attention. By the way, I do have to say um, the whole website name, it's rightwingmedia.net, and I will have to, uh, and I will try to have the list of cities that are watching for rioters right now for you guys so that some of you guys are aware. Uh, I think one of them is Seattle, Washington, Portland, Oregon, and if any of you guys are anywhere near there, stay out of the cities as much as possible. And God bless you too and everyone, and stay safe. But as we continue the show, it is Thanksgiving. <clears throat> Kenosha right now is also, we just got word that Kenosha right now is one of them. But uh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about Thanksgiving. But before we do, uh, I want to make a quick uh, little kind of just a request. If you guys are dippers, pack a lip with me. Pack a dip. Happy Thanksgiving. And let's talk about it. Let's talk about Thanksgiving. Also, not sponsored by, but support of um, mudjug.com. If you have not already, go get yourself a mud jug. They're support by dippers, for dippers, and they are made with the 100% backbone American people that are 
true blue American people that have dippers in mind. And if you want a good, good, awesome Christmas gift for any dipper, get them a mud jug at mudjug.com. Get them a Confederate battle flag, American flag, Second Amendment, don't tread on me. Go get them at mudjug.com. As I always say, folks, Mud Jug is the spit, dip, and repeat company that keeps on giving for the holidays and for any dippers need. So go support them, and a big shout-out to them. Thank you at Mud Jug for allowing me to give them a awesome shout-out on both my web, my YouTube channel, Romeo Hill, and also on here. But we just got word again here, folks. Hold on. Uh, Queens, New York is on riot watch. Line protests uh, evening started at the Barclare Center in downtown Brooklyn with around 350 protesters marching over Brooklyn Bridge in Manhattan in Middle Village, Queen. So, ladies and gentlemen, please, if you are in Brooklyn, New York, or in New York, in anywhere, or Manhattan, stay safe. And let's pack a left real quick. As we do. But, um, oh, ladies and gentlemen, I just got word. Portland, Oregon referred to one incident near the Multnomah County Noma County Justice Center as a riot. In Chicago, between 60 and 100 protesters meet near Federal Plaza to march downtown. Thank you for my producer, Scott or Shaniqua, whoever sending me the information. Thank you, guys. Let's get away a little bit from the BLM and the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Let's talk about Thanksgiving. So what is Thanksgiving? A lot of liberals think that Thanksgiving is racist because the indigenous people were killed, supposedly raped and murdered and killed, and there's no trade. This is what liberals think. But we're going to talk about what really happened. So when the pilgrims came off the Mayflower, the Native Americans had food. They had water. They had shelter. They had all of their stuff that they needed to, you know, be able to survive for themselves as well as trade. So when you go home and you think of Thanksgiving, don't think about what the dumb liberals consider Thanksgiving to be. Consider it and understand that Thanksgiving, based off of pilgrims and Native Americans, indigenous people coming together to have a feast as one, to stand the difference. And it is interesting how a lot of the liberals claim that their land was supposedly stolen when it wasn't ever stolen. Because if you look at what the Native Americans have now, they have their casinos, they have their land, their every rights, just like everybody else. So we'll go back into the Colorado House case, and this is kind of why I'm jumping around here, because I want to show you something. Some of you may not ever understand why. When it comes down to liberal narrative, it's about race and only that. In any situation, whether it is just about Christmas or about Thanksgiving or about 
a trial about a, a white boy who is self-defending himself against evil protesters that are burning, looting, and murdering and committing violent acts against people that don't care about anyone or even themselves in general. Did you know that this is exactly what the freaking liberals want? They want diversion. Why? Because if they don't get diversion, then the world is not going to go in their direction. True or false? It's true. But here's what I've seen. And by the way, according to Wikipedia, Thanksgiving is a conservative holiday, more familiar than given proceeding and trace the pilgrims to who immersed from England in, in 1620 to 1630. They brought their previous tradition of days of feasting and days of Thanksgiving with them to New England in 1621 in Massachusetts. Massachusetts, Thanksgiving was promoted by a good harvest, the pilgrims celebrated. So when when you hear all of this about like how the pilgrims didn't do all the bad things you hear, you know why? It's because the liberal narrative says that that is true. Now going back to Kyle Rittenhouse says, did Kyle Rittenhouse shoot those people in self defense? Yes. Why? Because one of them had a Glock pointed directly at Kyle. And the guy, I quote, I will ever shoot you, blank, blank, N-word, multiple times, same word. These are what that guy said on trial. And this is exactly, now again, reversing the same, let's pretend that these are not actually what BLM and Antifa believe in. If that was the case, then we would have seen years and years and years ago, Black Lives Matter would stand more in solidarity for their own people, including cops. We keep hearing them say, ATAB, defund 12, pigs are, are evil. But you know what? These are lies that the media has portrayed them than the cops to be. Yes, I agree. Cops should have a little bit more constriction or restriction on how to handle a situation. But ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back after a brief message and we will take your calls at 516-666-9806. Happy Thanksgiving. Shaniqua, take us away on the break, please. We all make choices about alcohol. Kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Hey, remind me about that party again. And adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations, and they want honest answers in everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for you. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs and dangerous things like metals into your body. And nicotine, which can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. 
So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. I'll be here to hear what's on your mind. As an adult, kids want to know you're listening to them, but they also want to listen to you. When it comes to alcohol, they want to know your expectations and how and why to avoid underage drinking. Talking early and often about it in everyday conversations reinforces your message and keeps lines of communication open. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Before we take your calls, I want to remind you all Kyle Rittenhouse is not out of the woods yet. Here's why. No matter how the verdict was going to come out, they were gonna, the writers were always going to protest. The writers are always going to look for Kyle to want to put him in jail or have him possibly have something bad happen to him. The protesters don't care. But where it comes down to, again, about when I say the color, the race theory. Kyle Rittenhouse talked on Tucker, with Tucker Carlson last night on Fox. And, of course, you know, Tucker Carlson did a fantastic job asking good questions, heartfelt questions, to this young man who suffered a lot going through this case. And I think that it is important that we remember that BLM and Antifa are only race baiting. 516-666-9806. Give us a call. I think we have a caller on the line. Uh, caller, are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Hi, right, caller. Can I ask you what your name is, or do I just call you caller? Uh, it's me, Juliet, from your YouTube. Oh, Hi. Hi, Julia. Hi, sweetie. So, Hi. what do you think about this? Kyle Rittenhouse is free now, but do you think he will ever live a normal life after this or no? Probably not because they're probably going to continue to target him and, you know, try to, you know, do things and stuff, try to hurt him or try to cause another problem like that again. Oh, but... But isn't there such thing as possibly what's called the witness protection program? Couldn't Kyle go into that maybe? And why why do you think do you think Kyle would do that or and why or why not do you think Kyle would not do that? Um maybe he would because he was pretty, you know, scared with the trial and all that. It's kind of hard to say because he wasn't afraid to defend himself. But, you know, he was also afraid with the trial and how that would go and being put in jail, so. Well, of course. And, but here's another problem. Kyle Rittenhouse's face has been blasted all over the Internet. So I don't know if the witness protection program would do much for him other than he could change his name, but his face is already blasted on every media but everybody knows what he looks like, so that would be kind of hard to put him into a witness protection program, wouldn't you think? Yeah, it would be. Now, th- there was another thing here that 
I want to state that we're going to talk about um, right now is it. Tucker asked Kyle what he thought about these guys. And, he said, and I quote, Kyle said, I stand with the peaceful BLM movement. What, what, do you, what do you think? Do you think this could be a PR stunt? Do you think this could possibly be a maybe just him trying to get them off his back? I, I don't know. Yeah, he could be trying to get them off his back maybe by saying that because he doesn't want to be targeted but, again. But do you find it awkward that Kyle, for Kyle to say this, though? I mean, it's kind of awkward for a kid that's pushed against by being called a white supremacist, not only by these BLM and people members, but also by Biden himself, or possibly at all. Do you find it odd that yeah, that's pretty odd. I I don't know what to think of it, Juliet, but it's really bamboozling me. And oh boy, Scott, you better get ready for the big boy word button here. (laughs) It really is weird, or I guess you could say ambiguous to why he did. And it is. Oh, there we go. Shaniqua is on the roll with the buttons. Good job, Shaniqua. Thank you, (laughs) Shanini. At least we got Sinani doing something right today. But I find it weird because these are the exact people that wanted him or don't give a darn if he got killed or if he went to prison. That's what they wanted. But I find it weird that he says it. Now, part of me thinks it could be a PR stunt. Other part of me thinks maybe, like you said, Julia, it could be a, a little kind of gift that he's trying to do to show or maybe take the wind out of their sail, if you pardon the expression. Oh, my God, <laughs> it sounds like stuff. But, if, you know, I think maybe that could be it. Yeah. What about just generous, maybe, or not candid or sincere, typically, by pretending? Yeah. What, what is your thought on it, Julia? Um, I think he, you know, I mean, he could be just pulling a stunt, like you said, or he, or he could actually believe it, which that would be pretty crazy. I mean, I wouldn't believe in something that is, you know, that got me, almost got me and put in jail or something. I would be staying away from them. I wouldn't even support them. But then and I, again, and you know, maybe he got his arm twisted, if you know what I mean, and they kind of were like, oh, you better say this or you're going to end up getting another problem of some sort. Arm twisted, that's good. I, I, You know what? I like that. But, Julia, can we put you on hold? I've got to – we're not – again, for a sec, we're not legal analysts. We're just typical organic journalists. <laughs> but – Speaking of organic, I want to put you on hold for a sec, Julia, and talk to my boss, my manager, Scott here, and ask him, what does he think about this craziness? Go ahead, Scott. What do you think? Well, I'll say that it does sound uh, inconsistent. I mean, at least with how much has gone on. I mean, you know, that would be the least I'd have to say. 
Oh, excuse me, but, just a moment here. Hold on. Thank you. But do you think that it's possible that maybe this could be a PR stunt? Uh, I don't think it's possible. I think to some degree, I'll say this, he's got to at least have thought about it. So what you're thinking is it could be possible that he might be a little liberal conservative. Is that what I'm kind of hearing? Oh, absolutely. But, what? okay, what really kind of intrigues me and makes me wonder, it seems a little ambiguous, again, to me, is why would he stand up for something? Like I said in my video earlier, or my live earlier, if you go to my live, Romeo Hill on YouTube, look at it. Go to rightwindmedia.net, check it out. And I talked about this. Why would Kyle stand in solidarity with these well-known terrorists accused as terrorist organizations that they seem to be acting as? I mean, doesn't that seem a little disingenuous that protecting them when they don't want him at all or don't recognize him as a person that is cool with them, I guess, in the cool kids club, I guess you could call it. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's like the, I mean, here's the thing. And it's kind of interesting of what's happened when you look at the uh, news media from the last day, you've got some of the media already asking like Vox, V-O-X. They had a story uh, that went, what the Kyle Rittenhouse trial verdict means for the future of the American right. Uh, Michael Reagan, on the other hand, uh, put out the opposite side. Rittenhouse trial opens eyes to bias of liberal media. Uh, Slate is at, is saying, uh, here's an article they said just three days ago, a liberal gun rights advocate explains what both sides got wrong. People are being opened up into thinking about everything right now and some of it i don't know if it's going to be entirely good or i don't think it will be any better at this point i can see that writing is going to continue burning loot and murder is going to be a continuous problem for the american people but the american people need to start waking up and realizing that i I'm kind of questioning Kyle right now. This mm. is a little weird coming from a kid who just got off of five charges. No, no, excuse me. He could have had more charges against him than meets the eye than what any person could ever think of being charged with in one to whatever day it ended that those charges are lingering against him. But he got off with against the gun charge. He got off against the state line carrying the gun charge. But why would he, again, it, it may be, yes, there may be a chance that it is an eye-opener, but why would Kyle, again, question, and this is why I don't understand this with Kyle. Maybe we could have Kyle. It would be beautiful if we had Kyle be able to answer our questions, but I don't think he's going to be willing to open up much because he's, you know, he, he wants to forget it. I get it. But why would he, again, 
continue to say, yes, I agree with it, but the peaceful, when there has been no statistics showing that any of BLM protests are peaceful. I, I agree. What do you, and then, and then here, here's the big kicker. When the BLM was in the front of the courthouse on Right Side Broadcast News, they pondered, or I guess allowed BLM to have a little airtime. This seems a little odd that Right Side Broadcasting would allow BLM to speak on their behalf, but they did it. I remember this well enough watching this that there's conservatives there saying, no, look, we need to fight together, not against each other, but BLM was not having it. BLM continued to protest and and kind of disarm the fact that Kyle was not a white supremacist. They didn't even consider that he wasn't. He was just self-defense. Again, self-defense. But but you're a a journalist. You're a PR practitioner. I mean, look at just this. Put in a search in Google for BLM and Rittenhouse. He just got positive publicity from the Associated Press, Insider, ABC News, Fox News, BBC, NBC News, New York Post, Newsweek, that you can't buy uh, and several more, and that's just in the first page. But you know, you if can't he would, it, but... yeah, but if he wouldn't have made that type of comment, he would not have gotten that mileage. He may not have, but the problem is, is that yes, he may have gotten free publicity, but that's not the point. The point of it is, is that Kyle got free from all charges, and he is now not being put as a white supremacist because I guess supposedly he stands in solidarity with BLM. Well, then let me throw my hat to BLM and see if they want to talk about it. And I welcome them onto our next show because I want to know exactly what any of them think about Kyle. Do, do they accept Kyle standing standing with them, beside them, or do they still see him as a possible threat? Well, uh, well your favorite Raggedy Ann, I mean Jen Psaki, uh, the White House uh, PR goddess, according to Fox News and The Independent and The Hill uh, and Business Insider and Newsweek, etc., she uh, basically... Re- well, is refusing to take back President Biden's characterization uh, of Kyle Rittenhouse as uh, anything but, you know. So, you know, it, that's what he's fighting against, what little vestiges of opinion-making power the president has, which is still a bit. But that doesn't make sense at all because when you look at it, Jen Psaki has always said that, you know, we, we believe this. President Biden believes this. And they're not backing down. So could it mean maybe that possibly Kyle does possibly believe this? I'm going 10% yes. 
on this a little because and that's correct. And I know it may seem weird, Scott, but hang with me on this. But it makes sense to me why he would do that. Like you said, PR stunts, or possibly he does believe it. So let's say he does believe it. Why? Why would Kyle stand with the people that were trying to have him executed or have him thrown in prison for life? That doesn't make any sense. Well, actually, it does, because what he's uh, hinted at in the uh, Carlson interview is going after people for defamation of character. And he could, you know, just that, yeah, just like the, uh, uh, that, uh, kid in the, uh, in the Southeast, I forget his name, uh, who got, uh, you know, several million from CNN. It is possible, uh, that he could come out, uh, making quite a lot. Oh, yeah? Quite a lot. Yeah, quite a lot. And, and Shanika's got her voice in it, of course. But I want to, I want to ask you and Juliet both, what, what good do you think this will do? Juliet, can we start with you real quick, sweetie? I want to know what good do you think this will do, Kyle, for standing in that same direction? It probably won't do him any good. It'll just. And after, go ahead. Sorry, uh, it'll probably just get him into more trouble or something. After what you heard Scott say, that. He's on side with CNN and everybody else, but President Biden still doesn't side with him. So do you, here's where it gets very interesting. Could there be a chance that President, or excuse me, I'm not going to say President, I'm going to say Poopy Pants Biden could maybe take back what he said? Uh, Biden will, or sorry. <laughs> yeah, or, okay, there's a better one. Maybe he could be with some of the liberal media. What do you think on that? Uh, probably, yeah. And Scott, what, what is your reasoning for him possibly being on a liberal media? Well, here's the thing. He's hoping to get a nursing career or a career as a lawyer. I think give it about a month and vindication of the president. He could be hired by Fox News. He actually... Um, came across on the interview quite well. Uh, he seems to at least, he's very photogenic or uh, what they call for, what do you call it, for um, video, telegenic. I mean, he came across good and uh, he needs to lose a little weight on the cheeks or something, you know, toss some uh, more, uh, you know, TV makeup and uh, theatrical makeup his way. He, he won't look like a beaver hiding his uh Nuts. <laughs> Won't make any jokes about that, but you get the idea. Okay. So, but you do realize, though, that Fox News has already tanked a little bit due to some of their shenanigans they pulled with the election cuts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But having, having an appearance or matter... This is appalling on television. Why is it appalling? Wouldn't you? Because in my viewpoint, you just got done with a trial that you were being accused of 
multiple charges, not one, but multiple. A few of them only getting five charges of possible murder or manslaughter against him. Yeah. So it would be appalling to see him do this, and it's appalling to see him kind of pull this a little bit because with the fact that he went straight into with Tucker, I stand with BLM that are peaceful. Again, none of them are peaceful. So Kyle, I don't think, is realizing at this time that they're not going to stand with him. But, Scott, can you take us to a quick break? And we will be right back. 516-666-9806. Call us. We want to hear. And, you know, we want to know what you think. We'll be right back. I'm Joe Biden, and I forget the message we are going to be receiving. Take us away. And you're listening to The Romeo Show right here on rightwingmedia.net and the Weird Radio Network. We are back, and we are looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. That's right, Ron. I mean, in one corner, we've got a 175-pound guy, and in the other, a 6,000-ton heavyweight train? Jim, this guy has no idea what he's getting himself into. It's no contest. Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks, think train. If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans in your community, then join AMVETS. Each year, AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA healthcare facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. If you no longer wear the uniform today, you can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at AMVETS.org. You have the right to know. The right to know about culture. The right to know about the economy. The right to know about technology and to know about sports. You have the right to know about education and politics and the weather. You have the right to know what's happening abroad and in your backyard. But above all else, you have the right to know that this right is under attack. And we must work to protect it. Because in order to be free, we must be informed. Understand the threats. ProtectPressFreedom.org. Go to RightWingMedia.net. Get yourself active on there. Be part of the conversation because this is where we will tell you the whole real news. We will never lie to you. We will never tell you orange man bad. Go to RightWingMedia.net. Enjoy the conversations that you see on there because there's the conversations that we need to have of making America red pill. We need to red pill America again. We need America to start waking up and realizing that this stuff is huge. This is part of the red pill that we have to accept. So join the conversation by going to rightwingmedia.net and just watch all the stuff that you need to know about what really everybody's saying and what Trump has really said, all the things that the conservatives normally will not be able to talk a lot about, but we will be able to see in different discussions from different social media platforms to podcasts. We're going to red pill these demo rats and we're going to red pill them today. When friends don't stop friends from drinking and driving. Friends die. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. 
You're listening to The Romeo Show. Give us a call at 516-666-9806. And now, here's Romeo. So, so according to media, Tucker Carlson's exclusive primetime Fox News interview with Kyle Rittenhouse scored big time in ratings Monday night as the show attracted over 5 million. Okay, let me say this again. Five million total viewers. Put that in context. Tucker Carlson tonight, primetime competitor Anderson Cooper, who worked at CNN and all in with Chris Hayes, attracted only seven thousand nine hundred and or ninety-two thousand, and that's probably about also one point two million total views, respectively. As our uh, ex-president would say, it, is, it was huge. And I think that was huge. This is big. This is very big for everyone. And, Juliet, i got to ask you, what is your thought on Kyle Rittenhouse being free? Did you want him free or did you want him guilty? Juliet. Yeah. Oh, I guess Juliet. Are you there, oh, Juliet? Oh, sorry. So what what did you want? Did you want um did you want Kyle free or or guilty? I wanted him to be free because he was just defending himself and and you know he wasn't he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't deserve to be put in jail or anything. Of course not, but they're they're going to try to do that and they did their best. But um, I think people want to know story, know the story. People want a hero. My bad, the, on the board bringing her in. I'm sorry. Um, do you think he's a hero? I, there's a lot of people calling him a hero. Do you think that he is a hero for this? Yeah. I mean, the person he shot was a pedophile. And like you, like you've said before, and and you know he didn't. He needed to be rid of anyway, or he could have gotten back out and molested more people or whatever, and stuff. So you know he didn't do anything. Plus, the person, like you said, we've mentioned before, was trying to kill him, hit him with a skateboard and stuff. So he he had to make sure he didn't get killed. True. True. But do you consider the fact that his intentions were good? Yes. But what I think would deem him a hero is what he did. Number one, here, maybe I can break this down. Here's why I would not consider a heroic move. Number one, yes, um, maybe Kyle Rittenhouse is a is an anti-hero someone who lacks the main characteristics of a audience might associate with a conventional hero that's my thought of it mm-hmm. yeah i agree but who's to say that what kyle rittenhouse did wasn't heroic he just saved his own life and he took the self-defense that he needed to defend himself against all these protesters that were trying to beat on him. And if you haven't watched it, the Kyle Rittenhouse case, Kyle testified saying that they tried to literally take his rifle away 
they've tried to have one one guy tried to or not tried, excuse me, literally pointing to his Glock at Kyle, saying, "I'm going to mother effing kill you." So wow, and using the N word multiple times. Now that wasn't Kyle. That was the guy that was trying to shoot Kyle that was on stand or the other guys that died because Kyle took the, took the guy's life because he did try to hurt Kyle. And it was said that even Kyle explained it. Everyone was moving away from this guy because he's using racial n Now, doesn't it surprise you, Julia, that 99% of the Antifa members are white, not people of color? Or African American. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense because if you think about it, if it were really about BLM and all that and the black people being worried about uh, their rights and all that, wouldn't they all be, you know, wouldn't they all be that? And maybe a, occasional some whites, like maybe they were friends of the other people, but. You'd think that it would be more whites if it were truly about that. I think it's just an excuse to terror, be terrorists and do whatever whatever they want. Exactly. It, it's a, an excuse. But Antifa and BLM are also being influenced by communists who want social destruction. Let's not forget about the fact that the BLM leader actually admitted to Marxism. Their yep. leaders admitted to Marxism movement, to communistic Marxism movement. So could this possibly mean that Kyle may be a little Marxist? Well, there's a good question. I'm I kind of am curious to see. Kyle didn't admit to anything but legal Americanism so far. But yeah. I don't think he, he probably, knowing or thinking as smart as Kyle is, I don't think he would admit to anything else but that. Because it would look bad. Right, but what he would. might say in the future may totally, completely differentiate or put a different viewpoint on the whole situation. Yeah, it would. I mean, can I have you jump in and, and say your words? Well, I was just going to say... Uh... I just put in a dip, actually, so forgive me. I'm not being entirely objective here. But uh, what I've got to say is it's really kind of suspicious. I mean, you've got a lot of things going on, and yes. we don't really know the real Kyle. I don't think we really know the real Kyle yet. No, but you said in one of your quotes, Scott, may I add, bad acting if you take it for as it is, it could have been acting. But a lot of people and even doctors that have analyzed that part of when Kyle was on the stand, supposedly fake crying, I guess, as everybody else wants to claim it to be, they looked at it over and over and said that was not him fake crying. He was having an anxiety panic attack. Could this be that maybe the panic attack was triggered because he was having to relive all this. Well, of course. I mean, I can tell you as somebody who, sorry about the noise, but as somebody who does, okay, but as somebody who does, and this is kind of difficult, suffer from anxiety, 
and who has been added on before on in another internet radio show that will remain nameless as being bipolar. I can I can understand it. And in fact, maybe that's why it appeared so flaky because once that anxiety takes you, uh, unless you've got medicine that you've been on, uh, it it doesn't go away easily. But you said also that his crying was kind of sloppy. What what yeah. did you say that? Well, um, that you know kind of goes with. Um, you know, what I was thinking, and I'm not a psychologist by no means either, but um, the other thing is also, I was just thinking about this, this kind of takes away from uh, Sunday we had our favorite doctor, Dr. Fauci, uh, being sarcastic. Uh, and I, I, we Oh, yeah, your favorite doc- doctor you like. Yeah. Um I mean, um, you know, maybe it's trying is trying to Biden's trying to use this to take off some of the annoyance. I mean, uh, some of the tediousness. Oh, gee, I can't think of any positive words for Dr. Fauci. Um, let me let me see if I can. The strain. Well, let me the see if I can think of maybe he's under. Yeah, but let me see if I can think of anything positive for Fauci. Good luck. Sorry, I wasn't able to. Um, but maybe it's trying to take away. Um, I mean, now Biden's got uh, the truck. He's angered the truckers, and I'm going to spit very unprofessional. But uh, there, I can talk better. But maybe he's. You know, that's become a big problem right before Thanksgiving, as we go into the Christmas season. Uh, you've got Hanukkah. You've got Kwanzaa. I mean, people are going to be in a gift-giving mood going on. And it gets buying mood. And this could, wow, this just hit me, not just the buzz, but the thought, this could actually hurt the economy. And Possibly. I think, yeah, and Biden is going to go down as one of the worst presidents financially. But did you also hear that there are rumors that he might try to run again in 2024? <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, I, I've heard about, uh, those rumors. Can you take for a second as it is, if these rumors, Scott, that, you know, again, you're on my show and you know a little bit more about than I do, would you take into consideration the fact that we don't want a dust particle floating into the White House and rate and putting all of his little dust bunnies all over the place and instead put them in a senior home? Why Why can't people just understand that this old fart is just a dust particle? He's not going to – his brain already cannot comprehend what white supremacy or that word even uh, – Well, it is, uh, uh, it is kind of too uh, – oh – you know, I mean, well, let's put it this way. I think it would be a little too complex for him to uh, figure out. My mind's going blank now. Of course, fighting your mind's going blank. We we already figured that out. But, but, but this, this is really going to take the cake with this whole thing, is that if fighting the dust particle decides to grace us with his 
dust bunnies of diseases of dumbness, then we're going to get screwed again. Oh, I'm sorry. Shanique was tapping on the window in the control room. She's she's doubled over laughing. Oh, okay. I, I thought Shaniqua was getting triggered. No, I wasn't she, I sure. Think, I think she's on our side, thank heavens. Uh, yeah, last time she talked to me, I don't think this jockey boy was one of her favorite. I think it was Josh that was Christmas one of her favorites. But, of course, yeah. you know that. Yeah. But, I mean, think about it, though. Again, I, I've said it multiple times in my video, though. He's just a dust particle waiting to be, poof, blown away by his own farts. This man can't even last. He won't last that long. His brain will not allow him to do any more stupid crap that he has already done. Well, actually, uh, it's kind of interesting. I just was looking up while you were talking. Um, the chances of Biden running for 2024, <laughs> 11 hours ago, CNN uh, put out uh, a report saying why questions about Biden's 2024 plans could make it harder for Democrats to win. And then 27 minutes ago, the Independent in UK, uh, they said what he has, uh, he just put out a uh, statement about what he said that he is uh, running or not. And the answer is yes, my plan is to run for re-election. I don't think it's going to be easy for the Democrats to justify him. No, and after what he has done, uh-uh. And what he called Kyle Rittenhouse a white supremacist, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, Kyle Rittenhouse already denounced his, denounced dust bunny particle Joe Biden as a normal, compassionate human being. Already Kyle Rittenhouse said, no, I don't think Biden is our president or is even comprehensible or able to comprehend what right and wrong is. So well, let's be clear and let's be factual. Oh, okay. And I, uh, well, I don't think I don't Jen think he I don't think he or, or Jen can be clear or factual. No, but Jen, let, let's be clear and factual here. You are exactly just like dust bunny particle biting. You are no better. But here's the the real kicker. Jen Psaki is a Democrat, so we already know that she's going to bootlick with bootlick biting to make sure that she does not look like a bad girl and is going against her own party. So, of course, Jen Psaki or Raggedy Ann is going to, and, you know, Crayola Harris, even Crayola Harris has already been looked at by the Democrat as a Bad, bad person. The Democratic Party is already losing, if you pardon the pun, their, the wind to their sails, if you will. The Democratic Party has lost all too many. And the Democrats that are fighting continuously now are only trying to worsen the damage that the party is doing. I don't get it. What do you what do you, you think, Scott? I mean, even Kamala has her ratings going down and tanking. Well, Kamala Harris is uh, her own worst enemy. Uh, you know, in fact, yeah. uh, there's a joke going Brandon's around. Brandon's tripods are a heck of a drug. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, but, uh, you know, last week or so, uh, <laughs> the president uh, went under the uh, knife 
for a colonoscopy, not under the knife, but at least under uh, evaluation for, for that. And uh, to be gracious and nice uh, for radio, I'll say that uh, so when she was temporarily, while Biden was conked out for the procedure, the test, um, the, the joke going around is uh, Americans temporarily for about 50 minutes couldn't tell the difference between two different a-holes. <laughs> and, you know, that's true because, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, please, just don't eat your crayons and don't don't just go out there and be eating Tide Pods, okay? We don't need no more crayon, Tide Pod-eating Democrat voters. Just stop being crayon-eating, Tide Pod-eating Democrats. Start waking up and realizing that your party has tanked. When has your party ever started helping? When did Biden, even Biden said, oh, uh, uh, I'm going to help the uh, black community, yeah, when did Biden ever do that? Never. Biden has never done anything like that. But Trump has. Oh, yes, Trump has. But when has Kamala... Oh, yes, and then can we not ignore the fact that Kamala's ancestors have actually Jamaican enslaved back way when? Oh, yeah. But all the Black Lives Matter community whines and mopes and gimps and snivels like a bunch of coward Thai pot eaters and just go off and say, well, that's not true, though. Well, if you're going to state something about slavery, you might want to check into the party that you're actually voting for because the party that you were voting for actually is the one that started the KKK, that started the the lynching, the, the, the writings, the burning, the looting, the murder. Your party, the Democratic Party, started this. And it's not going to end until the Democratic Party ship is sunk. And they're about halfway there. Do you agree or disagree, Scott? Oh, I agree. Absolutely. It's almost like watching the Titanic. Well, here's the thing that's kind of ironic about it. Uh, according to PragerU, uh, <laughs> Carol Swain, who's an academic, uh, she said that since its founding in 1829, the Democratic Party has fought against every major civil rights initiative and has a long history of discrimination. And I quote, uh, in fact, uh, she even says that the Democratic Party defended slavery, started the Civil War, opposed Reconstruction. <laughs> founded the Ku Klux Klan, imposed segregation, perpetuated lynchings, and fought against the Civil Rights Act of the 19 and 1960s. And this is from Carol Swain, who is a political, uh, she's a retired professor of political science and law at Vanderbilt University. And oh, geez. I, oh, it gets better. She's black. No surprise. Diversity. Yeah. They're trying to go well, for it's like that lynch foot or Beetlejuice or whatever the heck her name is, that girl that that that's got that wackadoo hair job that they call her Beetlejuice. Just like her. It's diversity. They she even said in her own quote, I will not answer any white press 
questions. I will only answer questions from black press. This is totally, completely normal for for the Democrats to play that card, right? Oh, yeah. And that was, of course, Lori Lightfoot. Um, but, I mean, you know, if you want to summarize this, uh, you know, and wrap it up at any time, you can. You can. No, no, I'm because good. Not, yeah, because nothing is really changing. They're just trying to put a new spin on an old uh, an old wound that has been reopened, I, th- well, I think, accidentally by cop. Well, and exactly, and possibly. But here, here's something interesting that I, I find it that um, a lot of people on right-wing media, like Frank J. Kelby, claims that I'm the spit guy. Now, I know a lot of you guys, I've, I watch what you guys say and all this, but it's funny how, like, when we start a political website, we get so many liberals that come in and try to act like they're Republican. Do you think that this is possible, that this might start being an occurrence more frequently than not? Because I've noticed a lot of Democrats are trying to play like Republicans, and they do a very bad job at typically trying to act like us. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I think even Shaniqua would agree with it. Good question, Romeo. Seriously, she does. Oh, of course. Well, of course I am. But, and then there was one, uh, William Rittenhouse, I don't know who that guy is, on Right Wing Media, and I want to publicly announce this. And William, if you are listening, please use your brain a little bit more. And do your research on the Confederate battle flag before you start spewing off hate speech, because you sound like the idiot that you are sounding like is exactly like what the Democrats are. They have no knowledge of any history. And when you talk about history, going back to BLM, they're like, well, that's racist. And, oh, white privilege exists. Well, for one minute, what the blacks of America have not culture appropriated themselves, I'm sure they have done that too. As well as white people, they claim white people were more guilty of it than blacks, but whites get blamed for it. I wonder how many of cultural appropriations the African-American communities have committed, like actually stealing the land that people are defending, like the couple that were standing out there trying to steal that property by burning, looting, and murdering on it. Can you tell me how many of those people, again, actually have common sense to think about what is right and wrong? I think zero of them. If you think about it, BLM has zero common sense. Now, we can't blame the black community, no, but they are partially, for again, 14% per capita, the population of America, but black-on-black crime is higher because of gangs and because of rap music and because of the burning, looting, and murdering that's being done in their name. A lot of people of color are denouncing BLM. That's great, as well as they should be. But when it comes down to, like, history, 
I think that people need to do their research a little bit more before it comes to them whining and sniveling about a flag. Look at what your flag stands behind. BLM, burn, loot, murder. That is not a flag that says, I'm patriotic and I'm game proud of it. That sounds like I'm a fly, I'm gonna fly a flag that's communistic and treasonous to American citizens. I would never, as if Aww. I was a person of color, I, I would literally tell BLM to suck it because they have no right to speak on behalf of the black community. They don't. The black community should stand and speak for themselves. And if they wanted to, they would have. But why are these libtards, and here's my question to you, why, Scott, do you think these libtards are actually speaking for people of color when they shouldn't be? Aren't Those, they using their privilege? Oh, that's that would make sense. Liberal privilege. Oh, no, no, you mean white privilege. The, the word that I have, you and I both have white privilege, remember? Mm. According, according to BLM and Antifa and liberal and democratic statistics, we, because you and I are Christian, straight, heterosexual, I, I'm going to say this, alpha males. We're not beta males. We're alpha mm. males. We're straight up hardcore. But every time we talk about this, we, we're using our privilege, I guess, is according to them. Don't you see that kind of ironically dumb and, and bamboozling to you? I think it's pretty clever on their part. And, and what degree would you say it's clever? Well, I mean, you've got uh, a what you call a deficit position where these groups that are trying to represent mainstream blacks are are actually not mainstream themselves. I mean, the bulk majority of <laughs> black people are good people, but you get the dangerous are. Yeah, but you get these dangerous elements, uh, like the communists trying to influence BLM, the communists trying to influence Antifa, which is largely uh, white. You get also yes. problems, yeah, and it just—it uh, just doesn't all. I mean, people just don't see through it. They don't want to see through it. We want to be sympathetic to the plight of people, but it's awkward because you have so many negative uh, sides of things. I mean, <laughs> that are trying to. Uh, co-opt is, I guess, the word I'm groping for. What's essentially good people, and it it really comes down to, at this point, liberal privilege. Actually, you 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 know what liberal yes. privilege is, right? I mean, there was even oh, a book about uh, it. Can I can I can I can I please please please? I'm really excited to say this. Liberal privilege is their right to snivel, whine, and cry, and mope and groan about certain things and certain degrees of, well, I guess you could say political standpoints that the Joe Biden and the Democrats' defense of indefensible is a self-published nonfiction book by American businessman and politician, politically activist Donald Trump Jr. that was released on 
September 1st, 2020. This author's book, which follows the reasons of Triggered. Content summary, background of published, refreshing, or reference, external link summary. The book criticized the Democrat Party of Joe Biden was at United States in the 2020 election. The book also takes aim at BLM protests following the murder of George Floyd. This book also criticizes the media and claims the cover-up of the Democratic Party. Damn good. Yeah. Said that give me a round of applause. Come on, Shaniqua. Give me a round of applause for that. Fight me, Shanini. Man, Shanini's not very happy. Okay, there we go. But that's the whole thing. Liberal privilege is the, the basically the same rights, or I guess, let me, let me define it or dummy it down. Liberal privilege. It's almost like the meaning of white privilege. White privilege is what we call white bashing or reverse racism. It's basically the words that you use to make a white person feel guilty of their position, that they have more of a position to get jobs, better health care, better advantage. Well, liberal privilege is different. And I quote, liberal privilege in my viewpoints are they get to whine, snivel, cry, burn, loot, and murder and have absolutely zero consequences for their actions. But that's all because, and you know why, Scott? Hmm. Because, number one, because the whole entire media, including the president, covers their butt. That's why. So, Scott, let's take it away with our last break, and then let's wrap this up with uh, Scott's final thought of the day. Orcas are wonders of nature, and now more than ever, we need to help them stay that way. Our Puget Sound orcas are also an endangered species, and that means stepped-up enforcement of special rules to view them. Stay at least 200 yards from orcas. Keep out of their path and never feed them. Check the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration guidelines to help protect all marine mammals at BeWhaleWise.org. A message from the NOAA Fisheries Office of Law Enforcement and Cairo 7. Hey, John, would you consider traveling to another planet if it was possible? Yeah, it depends on what time the bus leaves, Chuck. You're a real ground lever. <laughs> but you still want to tell everyone about the benefits of space technology. Sure, because they're so down to earth. Like the search and rescue satellites now in orbit around the planet. These high-flying listening posts can pick up signals from the emergency rescue beacons carried on airplanes and ships. When a boat capsizes or a plane goes down, the satellite locks onto its distress signal and relays its position to local search and rescue teams who go into action using the satellite to guide them to within a few miles of the site, even in the most remote areas. This worldwide emergency network has already saved over 800 lives. What's going on up there is helping all of us down here. Space technology. This is what's in it for you. Everyone knows that NASA works hard to keep its astronauts safe in space. But did you know that spin-offs from space technology are saving lives here on Earth every day? NASA-funded research created rocket-powered parachutes that can save entire airplanes along with their pilots and passengers. A life raft, originally designed for the Apollo missions, has saved hundreds of sailors stranded at sea. And a tiny cardiac pump 
developed with the help of technology used to design rocket engines, has extended the lives of hundreds of patients with failing hearts. NASA's innovation even led to personal locator beacons, which have helped save more than 30,000 sailors, pilots, and adventurers in distress worldwide. Together with its partners, NASA continues to develop technologies that protect life, both in space and on Earth. There's more space in your life than you think. Learn more at NASA.gov. Listening to the Romeo Show on the Weird Media Network. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Before we do the Scott's final thought of the day, I want to wish everyone. We all make choices about you, alcohol. My dear... Kids make choices. Sorry about that. Wow! Interrupt my beautiful speech, why don't you? Uh oh. Sorry. I want to wish everyone a very happy and blessed Thanksgiving, including my dear friend Scott, Colin. And all my dip buds out there, love you guys. And love you too, Scott. And by the way, Scott, would you real quick like to tell me about your boot shenanigan with or on YouTube, perhaps? Well, just take a look at uh, Scott Hum, uh, H-U-M-M, on YouTube, and, and you'll see me uh, romancing the boot. Um, it's not or something like that. Well, that is nice. And I'm sure I cannot wait to have a go ham. <laughs> I mean, that, that, look it up. You'll have a gobble of a time trying to figure out what shenanigans really mean. I, you can figure it out. But anyway, um, before we go, I would like to offer a quick prayer for everyone. And But before we do that, Scott, do you have any final words about the Kyle Rittenhouse case? Yeah. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse was 17 on August 25, 2020, when he arrived at Kenosha, Wisconsin, ostensibly to help keep the peace during civil unrest. He carried what was apparently a borrowed AR-15-style rifle. Many were protesting the actions of a white Kenosha police officer named Rustin Shevsky, who had shot a black man, Jacob Blake, two days earlier. Most of those protesting deeply believed the actions of the police officer were not only excessive, but also racially motivated. The outside real world seems to have disagreed as Officer Shevsky was not charged with any crime. Reportedly, however, Blake had a short but meaningful history of documented violent criminal behavior prior to that faithful evening. Officer Shevsky apparently and rationally feared for the worst as he shot Blake four times in self-defense after Blake acted aggressively. The shots left the aggressive man with a criminal past tragically paralyzed. Through a series of validations that were later questioned and validated by a jury of his peers in court, Kyle Rittenhouse ostensibly had come to Kenosha that night to act as a medic and protect private property during that evening's ensuing protest. Apparently, he traveled 20 miles from his home to show support of a system of law enforcement and justice that many of the protesters believed had collectively failed them. 
Unfortunately, the mob's violence became emblematically critical of the previous actions of Officer Shevsky, and therefore likewise to anyone not protesting against the police. It was rapidly yep. growing into so, a rabid anti-establishment protest, added fuel to the fire, and reasonably perceived threats of Rittenhouse's own safety that night. Can I add a little so bit more? So basically what this means, kids, is don't let your kids be stupid and go out there and try to burn, loot, and murder. Otherwise, yeah. you know, consequences could... And uh, Go ahead, but try to wrap it up, sorry, so okay. that we can do our Thanksgiving prayer. Okay. Flash forward to November 19, 2021. The trial is over, and Rittenhouse is free as, you know, largely because of the prosecution's unenviable challenge stemming from Wisconsin law, forcing him to convince the trial jury that Rittenhouse did not have a reasonable belief his life was in danger. With the myriad of photos, video, testimony, some dis demonstrating internal self-goals by way of body language and angles of personal movement, the balance of the debate from the trial shifted solidly towards Rittenhouse assailants being the aggressors. Indeed, these aggressors were accordingly defined being the ones who created the menacing environment, which, pardon the pun, triggered Kyle Rittenhouse into repeatedly fearing for his life and believing in the horrific moments that there was no other course of action preceding each equally horrific squeeze of the trigger of his gun. Whether Kyle Rittenhouse really should have been at Kenosha, Wisconsin on August 25, 2020 is not entirely the big concern now. At the early morning writing of this article, civil disturbances have begun across the nation including Portland, Oregon, the noted bastion of, civil, of social liberalness. Maybe we need to find ways of deepening the dialogue without uh, such unnecessary potential influence of liberals triggering conservatives through this complex and related issue. They shouldn't have to make life and death decisions that anyone should ever have to make. Yeah. How's that? Uh, that would be awesome uh i i think that uh that definitely makes definitely a lot of sense to what you said but you know it, it there's again always that ambiguism of how did he get that gun yeah well that was loaned from and, his uh friend dominic i forget his last name yeah um so um scott can you play for him she's in all right uh, I want to wish everyone, and including you again, Scott, a happy and very fattening Thanksgiving, gobble, gobble, and you too, Julia. Thank you. And as we close the meeting, we ask you, Lord, to walk with us everywhere we go. Help us keep your word in our hearts, and we may not sin against you, though Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Almighty God, thank you for giving us good health and enabling us to come to this place to glorify your name. Dear God, I ask you to protect everyone as we go get ready to gather Thursday to feast large amount of food and, yes, probably more weight gain than what some of us would want this year. But always, God, please know that we want to keep your name in our hearts we want to love you and obey you and be obedient. Your belief is not about just going to church, reading the Bible. It's about obedience to you, God. 
And God, we ask and we humbly ask you to show the people that need your guidance and your obedience to please help them know that they are not alone, that you're there with them 24-7 every day, that you are ready to help them whenever they are in need. And in God, we pray to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Spirit. Amen. May God be with you all, and God bless you. And may you have a happy Thanksgiving and get stuff. We'll see you next time on the Romeo Show. Bye-bye.